Hey mamas, we see you doing all the things like wiping the runny noses while washing the dishes, trying to schedule the doctor's appointment and still pay attention to that conference call. And then we see you feeling all of the feelings, that sigh of relief at the end of the day when for at least 30 seconds, the house is completely quiet. The guilt you feel over the books that you didn't read or the kind words that you didn't say. We know that the collision between motherhood and mental health is a real thing and not enough people are talking about it. So come have a chat with us. Grab your favorite dinner that doesn't require you to do the dishes and take a seat on our couch. This is Takeout Sessions. Hey guys, welcome back to Takeout Sessions. Still 2023, still January, still cold, still dark. (laughs) It is so cold and dark now, especially after last week. It was so nice last week. It was. The 60s. And now it's just like tanking ever so. See, we can't, we can't get it right. Mm-mm. And when it gets warm, it rains. And then it gets muddy for days. It was still, nasty. Still can't. It's good. It's all good. It's all right. We're going to make it. Tonight we had Papa O's. I think it's now Pizza Shop or maybe it's Chow. Papa O's Pizza Shop is where we went. Delicious. It's so good. Like, we often like the food that we have. Mm-hmm. I don't think we often love the food that we had. We will go back. Again. 100%. And again. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe next week. <laughs> so you will hear about this again, I'm sure. Oh, yes. And you should buy a pint of their ranch. Yes, I'm a ranch snob. So good. So good. Delicious. I got a calzone, and I got, I think it was like a cheese steak calzone, or steak and cheese calzone. Delicious. I got, which sounds really basic, a ham and cheese sub, but their Italian dressing to die for is to die for like you'd had this before and you knew about this right i yes i did and as soon as i realized that's what you were thinking hands i'm down. actually really surprised because you were the hot dog queen and they have gourmet hot dogs i know but here okay so here's the thing it's the gourmet hot dog part of it you want a nasty red hot dog i do i want a gas station hot dog a gas station hot dog 110 percent. oh my goodness it's it there's nothing like it Anyway, so the sub was absolutely delicious. One of the best. Oh, yeah, for sure. We will be back. We're The cheese sticks are definitely on our hit list as well as, like, all the other subs and calzones because it was so good. Oh, and now we can just, like, go into a food coma because that was I, – I barely saved any for tomorrow. I'm <laughs> partially ashamed of myself but also just, like, whatever because it's it's fine. It's fine. It was delicious. That's all that matters. It's so true. So January is the month that we traditionally talk about all of our goals and our dreams and aspirations and that horrible word called resolutions for the year. So how do we feel about resolutions this year or in general? I feel like I have lots of opinions about resolutions. I think they're good. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to set goals for yourself. Um, But I feel like sometimes we go into them like too high strung, I guess. Um, shooting for the stars, so to speak. And it turns into, you know, I've done this for a week. Okay, here, I'm good to go. Two weeks, you taper off. And then you feel guilty about whatever you have set this resolution for. And then I feel like that that can set you up for kind of the tone for the year. It can. And I don't like that. I, I don't like that at all. So I think they're good, but I think they're good within moderation. That's a good way to put it. Good within moderation. I don't like resolutions anymore. I like goal setting. 
and like realistic goal setting, which is what we're going to talk about tonight. I've kind of changed my entire perspective on it this year, but traditionally I have set resolutions for myself. Mm -hmm. They typically do last a few weeks, sometimes a couple of months, but they're not usually very long term. Mm -hmm. And that's actually what the stats say. Stats say that survey surveys. Oh my goodness. Stats say that resolutions are typically failing mm -hmm. pretty bad by February. And the majority of people who do set resolutions will not be anywhere close to them by the time summer rolls around. So it's not even a six-month commitment usually. Mm -mm. No. I, I feel like it's it's about making small changes. Mm -hmm. Small changes that you want to see long-term. If there are specific changes you want to make in your own life. Um you know, as far as goal setting and things like that. But 100%. And I think it can be really helpful because mm -hmm. I like to talk with my people at the beginning of January about goals that they want to set. And some of them come in with a laundry list and some of them are like, eh, yeah, resolutions. We don't do that. <laughs> There's yeah. like really good mix. I'm sure. So, but I think we all have it on our brains. Mm -hmm. At least a little bit. Do, traditionally, though, I think people set resolutions mainly about health things. Mm -hmm. That's I've actually heard a lot of that this year already. And I think that can be good, but I also think that's the easiest one to fail. Yeah. And I think it sets you up. It does. It does. Because just as soon as you kind of get into the groove, Super Bowl rolls around, Valentine's Day rolls around, then it's summer, you know, then it's, you know, there, there can always be another thing that you're going to mm -hmm. mess up on. Mm -hmm. And there's no good time for these, you know, resolutions that include these really fad diets. Like I am all about health, all about wellness, but I think that's part of it that feeds mm -hmm. into, you know, the negative lifestyles that could come after that because Absolutely. it sets you up for failure at times. Mm -hmm. So I like them, but within moderation. I think that's a really good point. I think that's good. We started this year the 1,000 Hours Outside Challenge, which I wasn't sure about for a while. We started last year, and I was really gung-ho about it. And probably within, like, two weeks, I had stopped counting the hours, and I was trying to go back in and manually add them later, and it was just like, yeah, that's a bit much. So we started again, and I read some of their stuff, which I really liked this year. And I thought it was really good. A lot of it was starting talking about how the hardest part is getting up off of your couch and like starting, like getting your shoes on and going out the door, mm -hmm. specifically with children to do anything. It's such a process. Everything. Everything is a process. So and it's not a bad process. It's mm -hmm. just like sometimes it's easier to just stay inside mm -hmm. than to go out and do whatever. Even well, if sometimes it's just it just like seems you get exhausted thinking about the process of getting to the thing that you want to do. Exactly. And the things that come after what you want to do. Exactly. Because even if we have a ton of fun doing the thing, then there's the after process. I'll give an example. Yes. So one of my things for this year, and I have set <laughs> goals, various goals for myself, for my kids, for our lifestyle, um, was I'm going to start taking the kids swimming on Wednesdays at the Y. And you guys can hold me accountable to this. Alyssa's over here smirking at me. Um, the story was real good this week. But so, I mean, I so I work tens Tuesday through Friday. Um, so typically I'm working since 7 a.m. Um, and 
get off around five. My idea was let's go pick up the kids. I like to let them eat out once a week. Mm-hmm. Let's just say once a week. Sometimes it's a little more than that, but that's also part of my goal. Yep. Anyway, so I picked them up and we're going to go straight to the Y. First of all, the Y is insanely busy at 530 because everyone had the same so idea. The parking is forever away. Thank yeah. goodness it was a warm day. It was a yes. good way to start this out. It was out. a good way to start. Well, one part that you didn't know about, I forgot to tell you. Okay, so I've only been in the women's bathroom in the Y. Yes. I didn't know you weren't supposed to take children in there. You're not. What? No, I took my kids in there. Keep in mind, guys, they're four and six. Where are they supposed to go? They have family rooms. Like, sep- I had no idea they were there until, like, I took my kids in the bathroom to change them. Like, in, like, the little handicapped bathroom area to change them. Did you get in trouble? The lady came to get me and said, I'll show you where you need to be. Your kids can't be in here. And I was like, okay. All right. Well, you know, sure. So, anyway, that was the first fiasco. Were y'all already mid-changing? Oh, yeah. I finished changing them out. I had told her. I was like, well, they're in the middle of changing. I'm going to finish changing them. I had not changed. So then we had to go to the family area for me to change. Everybody gets changed. Everything gets put in the locker. We go. We swim. We have a wonderful time. Well, here's my thought. If they're already drenched... Let's just go ahead and get showers there. Let's go ahead and put your pajamas on there. I really thought this was a good thought process. And I do think it still is slightly, but man, that was a, that was so much fun for me and my kids, but the preparation and then the after, it was hard. There, there was a lot, a lot of steps. How, how was the Y shower for the children? <laughs> your head just dropped. <laughs> They had a blast. They thought it was the funnest thing in the world because there's two shower heads. Uh-huh. I, on the other hand, it was just, it was a challenge. It's just chaos. It was pure chaos. And getting them dr- We once did a baby, the baby swim class at the Y in like February. <laughs> this was somewhat what was going on for us too. And it was like too cold to just leave in your swimsuit even if you were dry and still like partially damp because the baby was six months old and was supposed to be like getting used to the water and we had similar experiences but that was gosh like seven years ago it's just crazy and it was just crazy times yes and we're gonna do it again I believe in you. I'm I'm hoping the process is more efficient next time. See, sometimes you work out the kinks mm-hmm. as you go. Like, you have better expectations of what you're doing when you get there and when you're leaving. Or maybe you decide to ditch the Y showers. You know, that's fine, too. You'll at least know which bathroom to go in this time. I, Alyssa, you know me. If I get those kids home after having them in the pool, I just... I'm going to end up putting them straight to bed. I just dropped my head a little bit. <laughs> Fine. There's there's no shame. I you know there is no there's no, not, there's no shame okay. because I think that's the thing too. I think that's a huge part of this goal setting process. Once you decide what you're gonna do, you just gotta own it. If that's the way you you want to be, you do you boo, and you just take that and you run with it. <laughs> because half of the problem with goal setting is how we either beat ourselves up later or we think that somebody else is beating us up or you know all of that stuff. So half of it's in our brains anyway. 
so good. But nonetheless, I think the process of the children and all the things is just so hard that we sometimes won't go do it. Mm-hmm. Or lots of times we don't have. It's a really good pod- podcast. It was like the first one that they did this year, The Thousand Hours Outside. But they were talking with someone who'd written some books and does like adventures and actually like rode a boat across the ocean or something like that. Like actually rode the boats. A road. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. him and just a couple of other people. So it was a really cool thing. And he's talking about how, like, you're not always going to have the time and the energy and the resources. You just have to take what you can and go do what you can with it. Really cool things. But also a lot of the stuff that they were saying is with a thousand hours challenge, if you don't make a thousand hours, sometimes people think that is failure. But really, even if you only spend 200 hours or 800 hours or anything in between, mm-hmm. 999 hours outside, that's way more than you would have spent otherwise. Mm-hmm. And that you like did it on, on purpose, mm-hmm. that you were intentional about it and you took pictures and you went maybe hiked places that you didn't mean to or you went to a creek or you went any of these different places that you can be just out in your yard and like had more picnics or whatever it is you don't fail Mm -mm. and i love that thought with goal setting in the ways that you can't really fail yeah like you might set these goals for yourself a really popular one this year is the 12 books which 12 books do you recommend for me to read that's going around social media oh i haven't seen that i think it's mainly a facebook thing which would make sense but basically there's a screenshot and people are filling in like your 12 books for you that they recommend that you read which is pretty cool but also, if you don't read the all 12 books, but you read two books, you didn't fail. You read more right. books than you would have the other way. And I kind of like that thought process for goal, goal setting. I do. I really, really do. There's one I've set um, because I'm the worst. Like, you get off work, you want to check off, check out. And so I'm putting my phone away. Yeah. Um, there are times where I do have to have my phone on me because um, I have to be available. Um, but... Other than that, the phone's going to go up and it makes me, I, I want to be more present. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a, that's one I'm actually really excited about. I am too. I'm doing that with her and we decided to kind of like do some similar goals together, which we're going to talk about, but I think that is one. And since we've been trying to be more intentional about putting it away at night, because let's be real, there are times that like. Our phones are everything, right? There mm-hmm. are recipe books yep. and the way that we talk to our mothers mm-hmm. and the way that we take pictures of our kids. So there are times that even when we're trying to not scroll Instagram, they're going to be out. Mm-hmm. I've noticed how much more like dead time I'll use it during the day on days that I have because sometimes I work too. Little days at home, just like I can mindlessly sit there and scroll. I've just been paying attention to it a little mm-hmm. bit more and I don't like that. Again, there's times like we have to post stuff for our business and you know all the things, but... You can, you can so easily get sucked into just, like, scrolling to the next thing. You can. Which is why you deleted TikTok. Oh, so bad. And so, A lot yes. of people have gotten off of it this year because of just the, like, you it's, can just scroll. You can spend hours doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yes. And, actually, I'm trying to replace that with reading. Yeah. That is what, because I'm not a big reader. I mean, I, I enjoy it, but it's not something I ever do. And it actually takes thought. It does. Read. It works your mind to read, I feel like, anyway. And so, yeah, no. Which sometimes I think our mind does need a little bit of stretching. We're so mm-hmm. exhausted from all the stuff that we do, but sometimes it's good to just like, get mm-hmm. new information. I feel like with my job, I really got not burnt out, but just kind of like 
my brain was shut off during mm-hmm. around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I came back and I was like, I've got to be on point. And there's times that I feel like my job is like part research investigative journalist and part like counselor. Mm-hmm. You have to have relevant new information to talk about. And I think it's a really good thing to try to read more. Mm-hmm. So we read a stat. And this is what we're trying to do. If you read three chapters of a book on average every day, you can read about 50 books in a year. How crazy is that? That is crazy. That is crazy. And that's actually what I've been doing is reading three chapters. Reading three chapters. Mm-hmm. So that started off really good for me. And I have read six chapters of a book this year. Okay. It's like January 6th or 7th. So it's okay, right? It's fine. You're it's still fine. reading. It's still reading. You're still it's reading. still reading. And see, this is the thing. You can't fail at this. But I've also decided to include like the podcast and like YouTube videos that I listen to for education and like audiobooks in that too. Mm-hmm. And I can't really keep up with the chapters on those, honestly, but I've got probably 10 books laid in my audible. We're going to get through them this year. That's my plan. <laughs> so other goals that we set, we decided not to do a fad diet because yep. that is hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am. I'm sure I've talked about it in previous sessions. <laughs> I love Whole30. I absolutely love it. I ruin Alyssa's life all the time with it. Because ultimately, every time I start it, something bad happens. Every It does not fail, guys. It really doesn't fail. Anyway, so... Remember that time we had COVID at Thanksgiving? Anyway. So, yes, we are not doing anything fad like that. It's kind of... The theme is pretty much adjusting lifestyles and learning how to maintain healthy way of doing things absolutely and a lot of the stuff that we want to leave for our kids too mm-hmm. drink, drink more water yeah chocolate isn't necessarily bad should we mm-hmm. eat chocolate for breakfast lunch and dinner and eat nothing else mm-hmm. probably not or the days that it's going to happen most mm-hmm. likely mm-hmm. but just kind of going with it and i feel like with those goals we really can't fail at them because as long as we're always tell my people that we often think that progress looks like you know the graph line that goes perfectly diagonally up and Mm -hmm. lots of times there's a lot of like dips and crannies and a realistic line but as long as you're continuing to make some progress you don't fail in that Mm -hmm. you really don't and And, uh, small changes I think absolutely and I think that's and not to say that all the other dieting Mm -hmm. things are not effective and they can't be we've both done ones before that we really liked and Mm -hmm. felt that were good for us but I find it way easier to kind of adjust my water intake pay attention a little bit to what I'm intaking had a salad today it's great it's great and I'm having a milkshake right now so it's (laughs) fine it's fine this is what we do on Fridays but no one can mess with our Fridays yes take out it's very, very precious, sacred time. I also think it's like, what's going on in your life? Like, mm-hmm. what works in your life? There was a time where Whole30 worked great in my life. I was able to maintain it because of the just life in general that was going mm-hmm. on. Right now, it's not obtainable for me. Yeah. I, I it's, it's not. Work is too chaotic. Kids are too chaotic. Groceries cost way too much. Oh, my goodness. It, it's just all too much right now. It so is. doing something with that's I think is a very good point. When you set a goal that's not attainable for you, that's when you really frustrate yourself mm-hmm. and have so much trouble is because you're trying to meet the standard that you've set for yourself. And you probably told people about it, too, maybe in a post or your friends or somebody that was going to hold you accountable. So... It, it gets a little more pressurey, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then it's not 
working out so well. I think too, another thing, which is why we hone in on eating a lot. I know both of us have talked about this before. It's really telling when you're stressed out what you go do. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to decide if you like that or not. And for both of us, I know we're stress eaters at mm-hmm. times or stress not eaters. And both of those <laughs> things have very bad components to them. Right, right. And also stress scrollers. Like if mm-hmm. we're tired, not necessarily even like stressed out, we just want to like not think about things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's a really important time to like think, oh, my brain to be mushy when I'm 60. Like, right? let's keep working that thing out. <laughs> It's fair. That is true. Which is another good moment. Good point. It's out there somewhere. We decided on movement, but honestly, movement is just like making an effort, I think is what we determined. It's not burning a certain amount of calories or working out a certain amount of minutes Mm -hmm. or lifting a certain amount of weights. Mine was power walking through some errands the other day Mm because I had to get to work and Mm -hmm. life was just nuts. Mm-hmm. Today it was power baking all around the kitchen. Yeah, that was a, that was a lot of power. It was, it was, you know, it was grocery <laughs> day and a lot of stuff happened and there were just a lot of things that had to be made. <laughs> well, and I, you know, speaking of adjustments, like, you know, I've, I've changed my eating patterns mm-hmm. um, for this upcoming year. Um, I'm trying to do the intermittent fasting and things like that. Um, the dark and I love it. I absolutely love it. But I had to give my body a hot second. Oh, yeah. And so my thought was, is I want to work out before work. And that's more so, it is the movement piece of it, but it's to set the tone for the day. Mm-hmm. And I could not do all of that together. Yeah. So I had to readjust. And getting my body used to intermittent fasting this week was my goal. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to add the movement back into it. So yeah. it's just adjusting. And I didn't feel as bad. It was like, okay. Because you didn't fail. This was not meant to be right now. You just kind of like reset and you're keeping going. Mm-hmm. Because when we set those no fail goals, I think it is a whole lot easier to do that. And just be like, this is not, I mean, the week took a nosedive for both of us. Oh my goodness. So much paperwork and craziness that was happening in my house this morning for like just business stuff that was completely unexpected. If I'd wanted to do something different today, I wouldn't have been able to. And, and those weeks happen and mm-hmm. knowing that like that's the stuff that shows up and you just decide to have to decide how you're going to respond to it. Yep. So goals are really important to set the tone and the direction of where we want to go. They have to be something that doesn't weigh you down more or make you feel more guilty or cause you any more mental stress. Or no one needs any more of that. No one needs any more of that. It's 2023. We, we need the path of least resistance when we can. Oh my goodness. I think, I think that's almost all we have to say about goals. But we'll have to check back in. We'll have to do like a mid-year update. Yes, yeah, I like that. Accountability. Accountability for all. And we'd love to know what kind of goals you're setting for yourself this year. And if you have any really good ones, these are just the ones that we kind of like talked about and came up with. Mm-hmm. And decided for accountability, which is kind of what we'll talk about in our next session, actually. It'll be fun. In the meantime, if you would like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're listening, subscribe if that's the word for whatever platform you're listening on. And if you would leave us a review, it actually helps other people find us, which is really, really helpful. We read them all and we super appreciate it. Remember, guys, we're rooting for you. We can do this and we will see you next time.